Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. I think you shut off your mindset when somebody says that they're an expert in what they do. And you can be an expert, but you need to be an expert that's forever training and learning. This is Property Investory, where we talk to successful property investors to find out more about their stories, mindset and strategies. I'm Tyrone Shump and in this episode, we'll continue the conversation with Sophie and Daniel Walsh to learn more about the bumps they faced along their journey, why growing their portfolio is just as important as making sure they pay off their debt and why mindset and focus is the most important when it comes to success. Thinking back through their property journey, Daniel shares a story where an upset tenant damaged his property. We had a property. It was actually my second property and it was funny because I renovated the whole property and uh, I was doing it myself and I learned my lesson very quickly not to renovate yourself because it takes a lot longer and ends up costing you a lot more in the end. So what I did was I renovated that property, spent a lot of time on it and I had uh, some tenants that moved into it and they actually, it was a husband and wife that had split up and he worked in the mines and she, uh, what she did was take the kids and just left one day. And when he came back from his, obviously two weeks on, two weeks off, he came back to realize that his family uh, had gone. So he got quite upset and decided to smash my windows, break the walls. He literally vandalized the whole house. Um, And it was quite, I guess, confronting to see, you know, to go around and have a look at the property that was damaged and, and quite ruined. While the site was definitely shocking, however, Daniel shares that there were some good lessons to be learned from the whole situation. What I realized uh, afterwards was, you know, I, I always, I guess, outsource everything I do. And that's my whole job is I want to outsource to someone else. So because I was paying my property manager at the time, my property manager went around, she got all of the photos, she collected everything that was damaged and got quotes to get everything fixed. Uh, we put that case towards the the insurance and they paid out within about two weeks. They gave us a check. Um, it was actually it was quite funny because they didn't even come around to check off to see what was vandalized. They literally just went off photos and gave us a check straight away. Uh, we got all this property renovated again, back up to standard, and we, we got our rents back. Um, the guy actually back paid all of the rent as well that he'd missed out on. So I was actually not out of pocket really anything other than the excess uh, from that property. So I realized quite quickly, I guess, uh, that after everything's said and done, that it is fixable and that you just got to you know make sure that you have a really good team on your side. And the property management side of that is your team. You know, they will go to tribunal for you. They will fix your house when things go wrong. And that's what they do every day. So uh, we rely on our team quite heavily. Keeping this in mind, he explains why the team that you entrust your property to is integral to the success of your property journey. 
You've also got to just be really careful with who you choose, you know, and that's what comes down to your property managers as well. They will screen everyone, they'll background check everyone to make sure that they get the right tenant in there so they don't ruin your property. And it's only been that one property that it's happened with. And it wasn't a cheap property either. It's worth probably 650000 So it wasn't like it was a two or $300,000 house. Um, but it was really just one of those things. You just look at it and say, Sometimes it does happen, but you have the insurances in place to cover this. So we treat it more like a business rather than an emotional purchase. So when we're buying and building our portfolios, it's what can that portfolio do for us? And yes, little hiccups along the way happen, but it's just one stumble in the journey that we're trying to achieve, which is obviously you know creating wealth through property. Delving to the business side of things, Daniel shares more about the company, your property, your wealth, and what makes it stand out. Well, I think at the very start, obviously, it's our uh, services. So we help everyone from the very start, from financing and structuring finances all the way to the end, which is property management. So we have teams throughout Australia that will help uh, all of our clients invest regardless of where the location is. Uh, But we really pride ourselves on our research. So I've been doing a lot of research since I was about Uh, 19, 20 years old. And I was very fortunate enough to have a mentor in my life to teach me how to do the correct research. So for, uh, I guess, to to look at the background of that, if we were to go into look at an area, I would do roughly 20 pages worth of data analysis on that one area just to see if it's viable for me to then get on the ground and start looking at. So we spend hundreds of hours uh, finding these uh, areas to be able to invest. And and because of that, we've been able to have extremely great success. You know, last year we did 25% growth in Geelong, um, you know, over the last sort of, it was within a two-year period, we did roughly 80% growth in Victoria from uh, one of our areas there. So, it's all coming down to the research and making sure that when we get our clients on board, that we're giving them the research and the necessary tools to be able to create the wealth. So we're not only helping them as a buyer's agent, but we're also educating them along the way. Um, and we're very personal in what we do. Sophie and I obviously work together and we work alongside each other. Um, and being that we work alongside each other, that everything uh, gets attended to quite quickly in terms of emails and calling back people. Um, because it doesn't matter where we are in the world, if we're traveling or if we're uh, you know, in the office, we're always together, obviously, uh, helping our clients to achieve their goals, which is obviously financial freedom. Client goals aside, Daniel and Sophie delve a little into their own property goals and what made them decide to invest at a young age, where many others wouldn't have thought about property yet. Just wanted to create a better lifestyle for each other, yeah, like for our family. Yeah, so yeah, we we started personally in property so we can build a better future for ourselves. We wanted to be able to live life on our own terms. We don't have to go to work every day. Yeah, <laughs> you know, be be able to do something that really for us is uh, giving back to other people. So now that we've been able to create, uh, I guess, financial freedom for ourselves, we've created passive income through property. It's taken us eight years. But I guess for us, it's now giving back and showing what we've done to other people. So showing what mindset you need to be able to create the financial freedom that you want. I think property is the vehicle to create financial freedom, but it's the mindset that you need in order to create financial freedom. And what I talk about a lot is 
for me, you know, and, and the way I've become successful with Sophie and I obviously building this portfolio and creating the passive income, it's come down to mindset more than anything. And we teach mindset because mindset roughly is 90% of the whole game and 10% of it's investing. If you don't have the right mindset, then you won't be able to invest over a 10 or 15 year period because you'll get deterred by little things that come into life. And it's being having, it's being able to have that strong mindset that you can push forward through, I guess, uh, obstacles that are going to come up in your life because you're going to have obstacles. And we've had many obstacles in our life that have set us back. And, uh, you know, we've been able to just continue pushing forward and realize what our goal is. And our goal was to create financial freedom and to live on our own terms. And we've been quite fortunate over the last what couple of years. We've been able to go on many holidays. And a lot of this stuff has been paid for by our properties. And we're very lucky in the sense that, you know, I remember going to work and I was earning probably about $80,000 a year. And I'm thinking my portfolio went up 300000 last year. You know, I was making more money from the portfolio at that time than my my actual job. And now I think, you know, Sophie's been able to quit her job and I've been able to quit my job. And now we get to work alongside each other every day and we're able to take that on the road and travel as well as, uh, I guess, uh, do this from home as well. Sophie adds that property for them not only became a way to earn money but to live a life where they can enjoy their time together. I think just on that... Um you know, Daniel used to do night shift and back in the early day, you know, that was really hard on us because Daniel would go to work in the afternoon. I'd get home from work in the afternoon and some days we wouldn't see each other. Some Sometimes we wouldn't even see each other for weeks on end. So for us, I guess, property has been able to, you know, allow us to quit our day jobs and, you know, you know start our own business in this and help other people. However, while their journey seemed pretty straightforward, Daniel shares that it was not easy to make the transition from full-time work into property. There were a lot of behind-the-scenes effort being carried out by both himself and Sophie. I think that really as well, we were able to quit our jobs and be secure in quitting our jobs and starting a business. Starting a business is always a vulnerable time for anyone that starts a business. Uh, So being able to quit your jobs but knowing we've already got passive income that's going to pay for our lifestyle. So we weren't under the enormous pressures of what business has to throw at you, uh, being that, you know, we didn't need to be making a whole heap of money out of out of our business because we already had that sorted out and that was through the property side. And it took us, you know, roughly eight, nine years to be able to do that. It wasn't an easy journey. I was uh, working long hours, uh, you know, doing six, seven days a week. And a lot of the time, you know, was lucky to sleep three, four hours a day at some point. But I knew my end goal and I knew that why we were doing this. So I guess really both of us have been working up to this for the last sort of three or four years. With financial freedom and large portfolio being a feat that many people aspire to achieve but little get to attain, Walsh shares why experiencing property success has led him and Sophie start their business just going to say on that as well like that was one of the reasons why we started our business is we not only do we want to give back we ended up uh, I guess creating what we created and a lot of people were very uh, inquisitive on how we are living this lifestyle you know like last year we we're away for probably two months and people wanted to know how we did that so not only that we're now showing people firsthand how we did it it's not uh, you know helping people uh, without 
I guess, the knowledge behind it. We've actually been, you know, in the trenches working our butts off for the last sort of decade. And we've been able to give real life experience to all of our clients. And, and I think that's what people like because they like to see, you know, other people that have done it, but also had to get in the trenches and, and, and do the hard yards as well. Speaking of portfolios, Daniel explains more about the investing strategies, telling us how he was able to grow his portfolio last year by $300,000. was a combination, probably uh, mostly was from the equity, but we bought a property quite well last year in Geelong that, that rose 25%. So we did quite well out of that with a couple of other properties also in Queensland and a couple of other Victoria properties that were doing quite well. Um, so we were, yeah, you know, we've slowed down a little bit in terms of our property purchases for now because we're more so focusing on the business. Uh, but we're actually now looking more into putting more buffers in place, which is, you know, creating more passive income by paying down debt. So we've been focusing on paying down debt for the last sort of two years. Um, and we've been quite successful to get our portfolio to roughly a $2 million equity stake, so 50% LVR on the $4 million, which uh, was, was our goal. And the strategies he has in place to be able to not only leverage the portfolio to live a comfortable lifestyle, but to grow it as well. For us now, we access it via just the passive income from obviously now that our debts are lower and it's actually creating us a passive income, we could increase that cash flow. So, for us, we could sell down some property and pay off some properties to, to reduce that um, debt even quicker. But what we didn't want to do was reduce our exposure to the market. And what we, you know, what we know is the largest amount of asset base we can hold through a cycle means that the more wealthy we're going to become. And if I can hold a four million dollar property portfolio through a cycle and turn that into eight million dollars, then I'm going to be able to create passive income because rents will also go up over that period of time. And I think, you know, if you sell out too early and, you know, try to reduce your debt too quickly, then what happens is you also reduce your exposure. She needs to really look at what are you trying to achieve. And for us, it was a balance. We wanted to have enough passive income to be able to pay for all of our, I guess, immediate expenses. But we also wanted to have as much exposure to the market over the next 10 to 20 years that we can now create immense amount of wealth because creating $2 million worth of wealth is great. But you know, when I can turn four million into eight million, that's when you're going to really see the fruits of your labour, and that comes, you know, within that sort of ten to twenty year period. Coming up after the break, we'll delve into Sophie and Daniel Walsh's education that it took before starting their journey. At the start, <laughs> to be honest, Daniel drags me to a few seminars. <laughs> um, so at the start, you know, I wasn't too on board until I really saw what investment was doing. Um, so, um, yeah, at the start, we went to a lot, a lot of um, investment seminars and expos and we um, Daniel did a um, three-day course on investment. The best advice they've received on their journey? I think for me, being, you know, one of my mentors that has 21 houses himself and he said, you will reap the rewards if you stay in the market long enough. And for us, that's when we started setting our goals. All this and much more. I'm Tyron Shum and you're listening to Property Investory. This episode is brought to you by Your Property, Your Wealth, a buyer's agency that specializes in building high-performance property portfolios. 
They help their clients build wealth through buying affordable properties throughout Australia. Your Property, Your Wealth have helped clients create portfolios up to $3.6 million and equity of over $1 million giving their clients control of their financial future. If you're looking to create financial freedom through property but don't know where to start, contact the expert team to help you with the entire buying process. They guarantee that if you don't find a property in 16 weeks, then you'll get 100% money back guarantee. Take care of your financial future and contact them today at yourpropertyyourwealth.com.au. Now back to the show. Having learned that staying in the market is integral for long-term wealth, Sophie and Daniel talk about the resources and mentors they turn to to educate themselves about these types of things in property. At the start, to be honest, Daniel dragged me to a few seminars. So at the start, you know, I wasn't too on board until I really saw what investment was doing. Um, So, um, yeah, at the start, we went to a lot lot of um, investment seminars and expos and um, Daniel did a um, three-day course on investment. So that three-day course, I actually did that when I was uh, about 20, about 20 years. I was quite young. Um, Yeah, I was quite young when I actually did that. That course, and I, I mean, I still do courses. I still do, even now with business. You know, um, I just spent five thousand dollars last year on doing a three-day business course, and I, I just see the value in learning from other people that have, you know, done it themselves, and they haven't just gone to uni and learnt it. They've actually done it in a practical sense. Um, so for me, it was about learning from, and, and every mentor I've ever had, it's about learning from somebody that has practically done it. It's funny, a lot of people that, you know, have been my mentors actually don't really have any educational background. They're not, you know, uni people or anything like that, yet they've excelled in what they've done because they've stuck at it for so long. So if I can tap into their knowledge that they've had for 20 or 30 years and get that knowledge for a fraction of the price that it cost them for the mistakes over that time, then for me, it was really well worth paying, you know, five or $10,000 for a course and to some people, it sounds crazy, you know, $10,000, you could pay for a day course. Yet, I could see the value if I can get one thing to push me to the next level, well, then that $10,000 was well worth spent for me. Daniel reiterates that it is due to the experience of those who run these seminars that the value of these courses are cemented. I've been to a lot of seminars and learned not what, to, what not to do. And that is also just as valuable because you've got to learn, you know, what to do, but also what not to do, you know, what's going to cost me in the long run. So if you can learn those mistakes from somebody else, then you don't have to make them yourself. With Daniel going to most of the property seminars, Sophie explains whether or not her active status in the property world has led her to educate herself in property more often. We went to one not long ago actually, um, investment seminar and, you know, even, even today, you know, I think myself and Daniel still learn, you know, more like you, you can never stop learning. I think you shut off your mindset when somebody says that they're an expert in what they do and you can be an expert but you need to be an expert that's forever training and learning and for me, it's always been about, yes, I know that I've been able to create great success but it's not the end goal. For me, I want to learn as much as I possibly can and, you know, we're still learning every single day. We still pick up things all the time and I think that people, uh, you know, if you can do that and just continue learning and not, I guess, 
some people get their ego in the way. If you don't let that get in the way, then you can also, you know, continue uh, learning a lot of different things and a lot of different skills along the way. In terms of educating herself through books, Sophie admits that what she reads in her spare time actually isn't related to property. To be honest, when I'm not working in property, I try to keep my mind on other things. <laughs> One of the previous or most recent books I read was one on Roxy Jacinto and sort of it was sort of a business related book and sort of about her story and where how she got to where she is today and I sort of like those bio sort of books to see you know where people have come from and where they are today. With the best advice they've received coming from a mentor rather than a book, Daniel shares what he believes is the best tip he's been given along his journey. I think for me, being, you know, one of my mentors that has 21 houses himself and he said, you will reap the rewards if you stay in the market long enough. And for us, that's when we started setting our goals. So we have a 15-year goal and the reason why we have a 15-year goal is because we know that you need a very strong mindset and regardless of what happens to property, whether it goes up, whether it goes down, whether policies come in, whether policies go we knew what our goal was and we wanted to stick to the goal regardless of what happens because we believe that over the long term, properties will increase and that we'll be able to achieve that goal as long as we stick to it. Sophie also shares with us a personal habit that she believes contributed to her success not only in property but in daily life. Every day, I, I try to get to F45 so that sort of keeps me going, um, keeps me fit, keeps me mentally fit. You know, I feel good after it. F45, so it's a sort of like a, a, almost like a gym, like does classes and that. Thinking back to the past, Sophie also shares the important piece of advice she'd given herself 10 years ago. I guess I would say don't sweat the small stuff, you know, um, you've got time, you know, um, time's on your side, just don't, yeah, don't sweat the small stuff. And what she's most looking forward to in the near future. In our investing journey, I guess just continuing to build our portfolio, you know, reach, you know, our next goals of, um, you know, creating passive income and, you know, more income for ourselves so we can, you know, like I said, live life on our own terms. However, planning not only to grow their portfolio, Sophie shares that they're planning on growing their family too. We're planning on having a family in the next few years. So, obviously, we want to be set up for the future when we have kids and, you know, I think we're on the right track. With so much more than just property to look forward to, Sophie tells us why she thinks mindset has played an important role in her own as well as Daniel's success. I think a lot of it came down to mindset. Like I said, um, when I started investing, you know, Daniel being my partner, he was a big influence in my life. And um, I guess just leaning on him and, um, you know, having um being on the same page and daniel explains why he believes luck doesn't lead to success i don't think there was any luck involved it was very (laughs) very much uh hard work i mean both of us sacrificed a lot in the early days um you know we we've probably in the last two years started doing a lot more in terms of holidays and all that kind of stuff where people see that now but in the early days i mean like i said we i would go to work and we wouldn't see each other for two weeks you know so the sacrifice was quite large in terms of our work ethic and then not only that our spare time was 
the property, you know, back then. So we we never really had any downtime. It was either working on our mindset, working on the property side of things, or we're actually at work ourselves. So it was really just hard work and determination. I think that uh, you can get there. It's sort of like a snowball, and once it starts rolling down a hill, it starts to get bigger and bigger and bigger. And that's really what property investing is all about. It's very hard in the beginning, but as that ball starts to get bigger, then it starts to become a lot easier. And we've found that in the last sort of two to three years, just, you know, now we've seen the rewards from all of our hard work. On a final note, Daniel shares why he believes his property journey has only been better with Sophie by his side and why making sure property partners are on the same page is always important. I think it was really good for partners, like I said, we get a lot of partners that come in and want to invest. Um, and I guess there's a lot of people out there saying this is what we're, you know, what I've done. But I guess we've done this together and being on the same page for a lot of couples is quite hard. Um, so trying to get couples on the same page, and this is, I guess, where we're influential to a lot of other young couples or other couples out there is, you know, hey, we do need to be on the same page if we're going to go down this route and you need to be on the same page in order to create what you want because if somebody's not on the same page, then you're always going to be fighting to the very end on obviously creating that the wealth that you want or building the property portfolio that you want. Thank you to Sophie and Daniel Walsh, our guests on this episode of Property Investory. If you want to hear more about their journey, then visit our website at propertyinveststory.com. If you love the show and you're ready to get serious about creating financial freedom, give your property your wealth a call. They use key data research to uncover growth locations throughout Australia. For a limited time, Your Property, Your Wealth are giving away 6 free one-on-one strategy sessions valued at $299. If you want to invest with confidence, then it is time to choose your property, your wealth. Visit yourpropertyyourwealth.com.au. Terms and conditions apply. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.